Hello, hello. Welcome to Beyond the Shadows podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Zach. It's August 8th, episode 22. 22 down. Almost to 30. Yeah. Uh, how's the weather? Don't know. I didn't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I was just outside, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, yesterday was pretty good, actually. It was really nice. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, uh, so it today wasn't too bad. Uh, supposed to get rain tomorrow? No, it rained yesterday. And tomorrow, I think, too. Rained yesterday, and it was like 70-something. It wasn't bad yesterday. Yeah. It was like, where was this weather all this entire time instead of it being over 100-something degrees? Yeah, that's true. Don't do the heat. Don't do the heat very well. No. No. Man, I'm peeling. Peeling, peeling, peeling. So, what are you thumbsing up to? I'm showing off the lovely cut. Oh, Jesus. You know what's funny is we were watching, just watching yeah. uh, White Man Can't Jump, the new version of it. And at the, at the end of the movie, uh, closer to the end, they have a big old thug fight. And guess what they were wearing? Raider gear. Raider gear. Damn Bunch right. of thugs, man. Damn right. Bunch can't of beat thugs. You football will just beat your ass up straight up. <laughs> we'll win some way or another. <laughs> One way or another, we'll just beat your ass. We can't do it to it. Uh, but other than that, this weekend, got a big uh, got our event this weekend in St. Louis. And everything. Uh, we uh, want to do our shout outs before we get into that. Or oh, yeah. Our winner this week. What, Kathy? Hey. It's been a while since you were the winner. We got Kathy. We got Wynn. We got Jules here. Susan here. Paranormal Trio coming back in again. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, basement Dweller. She's in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually watching from the basement. She has some uh, some friends over. Who was it? Win. Hello, Win. Hello, Jules. Sorry, I was looking at my phone. Um, and Kathy. Yeah, she's got a, her friend from college came back from Alaska. Shout out to AJ for down there watching. Hello, hello Miranda. <laughs> she's not her too. She brought a box of donuts over here, and you know how that is. If you bring donuts, you're welcome in my house anytime. So yeah, we got our uh, our hometown event this weekend, Friday, Saturday, at the lovely St. Louis Hummed Mansion. Yep. Um, we did, uh, what was that, like two weeks ago, three, something like that? Two or three weeks ago. Yeah. You're talking about the walkthrough? Yeah, we yeah. did a walkthrough of the building to kind of show you guys what it looks like. Uh, that is up on YouTube. And while we're on the uh, YouTube topic as well, I finally finished our Galore walkthrough video. Um, uploaded it kind of late last night, but that is up there as well. I think it's about 36 minutes long. Cut it down from like, it was like over an hour long. It's actually pretty good. Sat through it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sat through it like it was like a, <laughs> I mean, maybe I sat through it. Yeah. No, it was really good. Make everybody sit through it all. We watch it multiple times. Yeah. And then and we experience it. <laughs> yeah, on top of the amount of times I have to go through and edit. I got sick of the music. I was so tired of hearing it. I have to admit, how many times have you been editing that video and I was laying in the other room or sitting in the living room and I hear that music? Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, he has to be getting tired of that music. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. But, yeah, that's up. Go give it a watch. I think we're, um, I think the walkthrough of the Haunted Mansion just hit 100 or maybe I'm thinking of something else. I know our uh, Whispers Estate video is at like 200, which is our highest viewed video right now, which is kind of cool. 
we're two away from 200 subscribers on YouTube, which is cool. Um, 250 is when we're 50, doing... 52 away from giving away a, a Zen garden. Yep. Come on, people, get your friends to like us. I have to admit, though, we've been doing this for what 22 episodes mm -hmm. divided by four. Here comes monkey math yeah. for weeks. <laughs> April, let's just say April or March or April. Yeah. We've been doing this for well, March and was, April, and we already got almost 200 subscribers. So. It was the week before we went to McIntyre, because we did episode X, which was our introduction that week. The oh, week, it was. The I saw that would have been, yeah. So yeah. it would have been March, beginning of March uh, and everything. So, yeah. Since March, got 200 subscribers to the podcast. I have to say that's pretty good. Faithfully, 10 to 15 people are watching it every week. Still amazes me that people want to come watch us talk. It's your radiant beauty, it must be. Sure ain't mine. Unless I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I noticed, though? I, I got the wrong shirt on. Yeah, you do. I noticed it right off the bat. <laughs> and you didn't say that. Don't mind this shirt. It is wrong. Yeah. They sent us the wrong. It's backwards. They sent us the wrong decal. Everything's white. It's supposed to be black. I like the shirt, though. It's a nice and comfy shirt. Hey, so. you rock it. We all have the mistake ones. I have the one with our back logo on the front. I still wear that thing like every day. Yeah. Every time you walk in, I'm like, hey, oh, no, yeah. that's your one. I always would say, hey, you got your shirt all backwards. Yeah. Uh, but we are changing, the, you know, the logo. It's going to be changed. It's going to be changed. Uh, just still trying to figure out what Maddie wants, a beanie or long hair or beanie and hair. I think you just do hair because if we're in the middle of summer, I mean, she's got a, like, she doesn't wear the beanie in the summer, so... That's yeah. her winner thing. But then she have they have two hats and no hat. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll figure I it mean, out. she at least wears a beanie, so they're no winner. So yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, anything else you want to chat chit chat about for? No, go ahead and uh introduce. All right. Well, we do like I said, we have our St. Louis event this weekend at St. Louis Haunted Mansion. We Nicole on, and she's about her building, her experiences there, what you know, or what she is as a as an investigator too, just not about her building, about herself, um, and everything. So with that, we'll bring on Nicole. Hey, how are you guys doing? All right, how are you? Pretty good. I had a had the investigator serious. My dog usually investigates with me. He came in, asked why he wasn't on the show. <laughs> give him a pair of headphones Just give him, yeah. <laughs> you know that's funny that she says that because i said remember i said i'm gonna get a german shepherd yeah and i was gonna get a german shepherd i was gonna start taking it on investigations and be my my Honestly, ghost hunting dog um except for the time you guys have seen my basement right it's a little unsettling yeah uh, i was trying to take some of my friends down uh to see the ghost downstairs and sirius blocked the door wouldn't let us go down so we decided Dog says that's a no go, so we didn't. Do that <laughs> <day>. <laughs> so you might have a little more sense than the rest of us. All right. Would you like to introduce yourself? I know I introduced you, but would you like to uh, introduce yourself and tell us how you got started well, with all I, the lovely paranormal? Uh, yeah, I actually started a long time ago. I've always been interested in the folklore of the paranormal. Um, I have a degree in Appalachian folklore. Um, things that go bump in the night that grandma tells you to not be uh, scared of, but to be wary of. And that translated pretty well when I came back from college. I ended up getting into the paranormal investigation side backwards. I started as a 
tour guide for St. Louis Paranormal Research Society, theaghost.com. Uh, we do the tours for the Fox Theater, the Peabody Opera House, uh, which is now the Steeple. We do the Lent Mansion, uh, the Lent Brewery, our office in the Lent Brewery. And I've been a tour guide for nearly 10 years for them. And eventually you get sucked in, right? Because you're telling the stories. Then you want to be in the story. Um, so I ended up kind of following Mark around. He runs St. Louis Paranormal and he's a urbexer. So he's like, hey, you want to get in the truck and go see a haunted building in downtown? I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, why are we not getting that phone call, Nicole? Well, <laughs> Hop in the back of the blazer, it'll be fine. <laughs> hey, hop, skip, and a jump. We're there. Right. We talked about that recently about going and exploring. Oh my God, it's so much fun. And there's so much St. Louis history that people are honestly just afraid of because people have this idea that the city is dangerous. And yeah, any city is dangerous, but that doesn't mean there's not cool history there for you to go find. Um, just be aware that you're in a city. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so eventually that wasn't enough, as it never is. There's always more. There's always something else you want. And I saw this old abandoned mob restaurant that I'd heard stories about. Um, and then I bought it because I'm crazy. And yeah, it turns out it's super haunted. <laughs> and it needed a lot of work. So here I am as a... 30-year-old owner of an 8,000-square-foot abandoned mob restaurant with some residents that never left. <laughs> and we're working on it one square foot at a time. And I'm, I'm really pleased with how it's going. But it's a lot harder to talk to mob ghosts than the ghosts at the lamp. <laughs> I thought I was a big bad investigator. And it turns out there's different uh, methods of communication for different types of hauntings yeah we've ran into that with it like the uh, rock island ymca yeah the rock island ymca it's been a lot of the ghosts were you know entered bad energy or whatever you want to say spirits were a lot of gangsters and we got up to that floor where the gangster used to you know spin in his mistress and he wouldn't yeah. talk or he wouldn't budge or nothing it was all like they were just still in secret like they're even you know even after they passing they're still one you know Taking yeah. it to the grave. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> roll, I get it, but it's my building. I need to know. <laughs> well, and that's the case too, because I've know we've talked many of times, um, and everything. And I have to say, your building is very for it being a you know we've been in some really shady looking buildings and stuff, and it's really good. Other than your upstairs floor is a little. I know it's safe, but it's. it's oh yeah. <laughs> I always get freaked out when you can see down to the next floor. <laughs> But it's all it's all safe and everything like that. So I promise that you're not gonna fall through. Just don't step in an actual hole, please. <laughs> yeah. Can't be as bad as I was. If you see that plywood over there, don't step yeah. there. People have oh. gone through there. Yeah, oh. I'm like, oh god. It's not just one piece of plywood though. There were like 15 of them on the floor. Yeah, it was multiples. Like, so just tell me where the safe spot is to step on this floor. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's really cool having you guys in there. We haven't done very many. I would say professional investigations. You know, I've had people in there kind of hanging out, asking some questions. We've done some in informal investigations. My friends and I had my birthday party there. Uh, and 
no one wanted to play Bloody Mary with me, which is just silly. And <laughs> so I was like, that's fine. We'll just do a mirror seance. And, uh, yeah. we had... We'll just do a seance instead. I'll just do a seance instead. It'll be fine. Uh, it. Well, I, I had a couple girls leave in tears, but, you know... <laughs> It was fine. Oh, it's, it's, it's success. Yeah. <laughs> so crying, it's a success. It's like yeah. a good birthday party. <laughs> Nobody died. That yeah. was not he did. Yeah. <laughs> did you die? Hey, and she called us professionals. I was going to say, she <laughs> called us professionals. <laughs> <laughs> Flattering. Uh, but I was going to say, too, about the whole thing is that we talked many times. And you can't, there's not a lot of history of that building. No. We've I'm had, we, uh, before I cut you off there, we've had a couple of people call us. It was like, hey, we're interested in your event. Can you tell us more history? I'm like, we can tell you as much as that we know. And it's yeah. just like no history. You can't find. And that's weird being what, you know, once again, that goes along with the mobsters, you know, that, you know, it's no hush hush. There's no records. There's nothing, you know. It's it's gotten to a point where I can find some records that they're records that reference the restaurant or that reference the building even back to when it was a saloon in the mid 1800s. I know it was a corner saloon because I found an advertisement in the paper looking for a barber for the saloon. So I, I know that there was a saloon on that corner. Can't find the owner. It's a good spot. It, I mean, it's a good spot. Yeah. It's right across from um, what was the old workhouse. Uh, the last standing native American mound, the, uh, Northern Cherokee Nation owns the uh, the mound, the burial mound across the highway from us. Um, so I know there's a lot of history there. It's just weird that I can't access any of it except what's referenced in other history. Yeah. Uh, I you know did. it's a really popular restaurant. Like, look, I've gotten people telling me, oh, I used to come here all the time. I even had a call from a woman who's father was the chef and co-owned the restaurant with Joe Tangero, the last owner. Oh, wow. And I was like, hey, do you have do you have any history? Do you have any pictures? And she's like, well, my dad had a massive heart attack and died and we never went in. No, like, oh. so I don't know. Like, you don't have <laughs> and like, no, she just didn't want to talk about it after that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, what was so, the name of the restaurant? So originally it was the Sheridan. Like, um, so it's at Broadway and Sheridan Street, and I can't tell if the street was named after the restaurant or the restaurant was named after the street. Again, no history. Um, and then when Cho Joe Tangero bought it, um, I think he bought it from one of the Whalen brothers. One of them died in an accidental shooting. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I know. Fair she enough. does yeah. it all the time, accidental. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, in a, in a lot of those uh, death records, you find uh, head trauma, accidental aneurysm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah four, of our, four out of five brothers died from accidental aneurysm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tripped on a tile and fell down some stairs yeah. accidentally. <laughs> well, you know, I had I had a retired police captain pull up one time when I was working on the building. And he was like, oh, yeah, we used to get people falling down the stairs all the time. I was like, first off, that's weird. Why would people be falling down the stairs into the butcher shop? Like, you didn't have customers in the butcher shop. But, I mean, they're really steep stairs. And he's like, no, honey, they weren't falling. Yeah. <laughs> they, you they need to were. fix those stairs. Yeah. <laughs> we never <laughs> heard from him again after they fell down the stairs. We thought you were eating lamb chops. Yeah. Yeah. 
to me, I mean, being down in the basement and people walk through the wall, that is just the weirdest area for a butcher shop. You know, I mean, like the corner's like oblong. I, mean, I just don't know. You know, we kind of guessed and we thought maybe like where your plants were at, those, uh, yeah. you know, that maybe that was where the walk-ins were or the coolers were. That's the only thing I can think of. Again, I don't, I understand not taking pictures in your butcher shop, but I can't find floor plans. I can't find any references of where, like anything being delivered. Like, why would you hide all of it? You know, there's got to be references. It, it was a running popular restaurant for a long right. time. You know what this <laughs> sounds like, don't you? It sounds like a job for Tori. Sounds Ooh. like a cover-up. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Tori, our, the lady that writes their books, all the books for the haunted yeah. locations and stuff, she does all the research. And, I mean, she has, like, she's paid for all the sites and everything like that. And she's got access to something I just can't find. Yeah. May have so. to link it on the Tori and give her. Here's a challenge, Tori. Yeah. If you're watching, Tori, I don't know if you're on here, but she usually watches. So give her a challenge to find some history on the place. I mean, it's also, like, I mean, I've born and raised here and it's wild i mean i would say i spent a fair amount of time in the city with family members and stuff like that to live down there and just never came across that building unless i did and just drove past it and just never realized it i mean obviously i wasn't ghost hunting when i was like 14 right. years old but right it's, I, yeah. I think it uh so the last time it was a restaurant it was there was a couple years where someone tried to turn it back into a restaurant but that was in the 80s so it's yeah like i told you that i grew up i grew up from that area right there so uh we were there i've been in there a couple of times when it was a restaurant mm -hmm. uh and stuff but uh i mean the gas station that's behind you in the parking lot that used to be a clark gas station sinclair mm -hmm. gas station uh, i told you that one bar on the corner used to be called the wiffle dome they used to have wiffle ball tournaments and you know i mean the, the strip mall across the street man that's that used to be a schnook there was all kinds of stores back in the day when you we were kids and there used to be a VFW hall on the end up there it used to have a cannon and stuff. Okay. So yeah, it was pretty cool that, you know, but I mean, you know how the city is nowadays. Yeah. I had yeah. a, I had a thought of going in and trying to find out ours? records on the building. If there was some sort of, police records, but all I can find online is that there were a lot of accidents. So. <laughs> I'm accidents? Like, well, <laughs> I think the really weird one is I can't find any record of there being a fire. And there is that one room where I've, I had a friend who is a fireman and he was like, I, I would have called in an arson inspector if I saw this because it's just weird how the fire must have burned really hot really fast which indicates accelerant it didn't even burn all the way through the floor the original floor is still there and it looks like it was something that was poured on like a bed or a seat and then down halfway down the stairs so there's only a very specific burn mark except for the body mark but you know it it's very odd that so many things clearly happened in this building and i can't find any record of it. Someone has said something written it down. Yeah, if everybody wants to look, if you're not, that's on our walkthrough is that that room with the fire on the floor and mm -hmm. the walls and stuff like that. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I was just talking to him when we were, I was walking, watching it through. I was, I was walking through and watching it again. And just that area of like, it hasn't, it didn't spread from that square. Like if it was a mattress or a rug that was on that floor and it burnt, it didn't spread anywhere. It didn't go, you know, you would think that it would have, it would have spread out from just that area. I had someone say, oh, maybe it was, you know, an unhoused person that was in there when it was unoccupied. And I'm like, okay, but where's the rest of the fire? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, if it was somebody that was unoccupied or if it was, a you know, a a squatter, it would have burned. It would have burned a lot more. Ain't like he had fire hydrants to put stuff out. It wouldn't wouldn't have stopped that sudden. Yeah. Um, it, It would be interesting during your investigation to see what kind of an experience you guys have versus what me and my dad and the guys that have been helping me renovate what we've experienced. Uh, not that they've been particularly hostile to me, but I get the impression uh, whoever is left in the building kind of views me as, oh, cute, you know, she's doing a thing. Um, <laughs> they don't really seem to want to talk to me or take me seriously. Um, my dad said that he when he was helping me install the air conditioning units in the ballroom, there were multiple times where he thought I was in the building because he'd hear someone walk up behind him, like not to bother him just to see what he's doing and then walk away. Or he was tapped on the shoulder a couple times. So they clearly wanted to know what he was doing. Um, we'll, we'll see what you guys get. I wonder if there'll be a difference in just the energy you bring versus me running around the, the, the more we uh, the more we talk about this, I'm starting to think this may be your night. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because I repel them all the time. Well, I mean, normally you in, you intimidate them, like. But when you think of like when we, go, when we go to prisons and stuff like that, you don't intimidate them. Like right. we may go in there and you may walk out there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna use you as mob bait. You're gonna use a mob bait. I can see how that's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you everything will be okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> hey, Dan, how about you just uh, take this camera, go down to the basement? <laughs> right here, it'll be fine. Watch your step. <laughs> yeah, watch your step. Yeah. If you feel a little push, don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll just tie you off. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> the, one, the one thing I did find cool, though, was uh, in the basement, because yeah. you can see the... I, what was it like the dumb waiter throughout the whole building? How mm-hmm. after knowing it was a restaurant, you could see on the bottom floor, you can see the dumb waiter there going to the second floor and the third. So it, you can kind of see how if Somebody they were making third, something, yeah. yeah, it could be sent to the top floor or the second. So or you kind of if you were trying to make a delivery during prohibition and you didn't want to yeah. all the way upstairs. Yeah. You just up and down. Yeah, some of the small things that you were kind of saying and then going into the building and seeing were, were kind of cool. Yeah, but if you notice, too, though, the dumbwaiter on the second floor and the third floor, very shiny, very clean. That one in the basement is very rusty and, like, in a way, it looks like the, the, the basement was closed off for the longest time. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what pu- puzzled me. It was like, well, at first, we did when we were down in the basement, I was like, I don't see how this works with it because I guess the door's closed to it or whatever. But then when I went upstairs to look at behind you when you're up there talking with uh, mm-hmm. Matt, um, and then we went up to the third floor. Those are very shiny, very look like you know clean so, and not. Um, we maintain them, and 
Yeah, the basement where all of the weights are and everything, it's almost completely destroyed. I don't know why someone would do that. Maybe they thought there was something hidden in there and tore it apart to look. Hmm. Um, I know that the guy who owned it, two owners before me, um, he was going to put his classic car collection in there, but I don't think he's the one that pulled most of the damage, I guess you can say. Um, I think that was the guy who owned it before me. I think he was just trying to sell whatever he could out of the building, unfortunately. Scrap a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, scrap as much as you could. I mean, because when I bought it, it didn't have windows, doors, plumbing. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, he was scrapping it and trying to get as much as he could get out of the scrap of it, and probably. Dang. Good stuff. Any questions? Um, yeah, I mean... This is also a time too where our uh, our chat can ask some questions. We'll have some questions to kind of ask as well. Um, kind of going through, we got some new people stopping in. We got Jerry, Alexis, Brandon. Uh, Brandon said, "Oh wait, there it is." Should ask if if Alfredo oh. or marinara sauce is better, but they'll talk then. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite pasta? <laughs> um, we got uh, there was a guy in doing a um, he was not he was doing a spirit box session, and it almost sounded like people were ordering food. So I think there's a bit of a residual almost, or I don't know what you would call it. Um, people are still coming and ordering food. And like, had somebody asked for a beer, they were going to pay, you know, stuff like that. Very interesting background noise, but only in the dining room. So I think you're going to get very interesting differences in your responses, depending on what room you're in. Um, Maybe our, uh, our grocery shopping game will be a hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we sit around, we start playing ABC game. <laughs> I went to the grocery store and bought an apple. Yeah. Um, Brandon also said, how would something uh, that burns that hot and fast stop without consuming the building? Yeah, that's oh, that's the weird thing. That's the that's a puzzling thing, man. That's the puzzling thing. The only reason it would do that is if it was arson. Um, something like uh, gasoline or a high um, high level alcohol, they would uh, they burn pretty fast, but they run out of fuel very fast because they burn very fast. Um, yeah, so. and, then, and, then, and just to get everybody to know, like you said, if you guys watch our video, you can go on YouTube and watch our walkthrough, and we show you that room uh, with the burnt marks and stuff, and you guys can look for yourself to see what <laughs> we're explaining. It's, it's really weird that it looks it has to look like someone poured something on somebody or what, because just the way it burnt, and then it just it didn't spread. The fire, if it was that hot, it didn't spread. It just went into that little area that was consumed in. And then the room was big. You know, you would have think that it would have spread off to the floor. And it spread up high where you could see like it went up off of the wall. But the two-by-fours are not burnt through. It's just it's, it's just, just scarred. They're just charred, not scarred. It just charred. Right. Um, it's like the fire itself didn't burn anything. It was the heat that went and burnt the roof a little bit. Well, and, and the one wall that's against the staircase, too, isn't that brick? Yeah. So, I mean, that one wouldn't be affected by anything, but the rest of the, the walls and the interior, 
Yeah, that structure that goes in between the stairs. Yeah. So that wall before you get to the stairs is the two by fours. But yeah. was there was nothing on it when you bought it? it was just the two by fours. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I was going to see your questions. And that. Um, we got a couple more. Um, this is uh, pertaining about your folklore. Yeah. Um, do you know what little people are? My family always told me about them, but no one else knows what they are. Okay, so I heard about the little people from a granny woman up in Ozark, and she told me that she thinks that the little people that her mother told her about are either coyotes or <laughs> leprechauns. Um, so there is a lot of Appalachian folklore that is something between Native American folklore and old Celtic Gallic folklore. And the Native Americans in the Appalachian Mountains would tell people to be careful at night because you can follow a will-o'-wisp right off of the holler and just fall off the cliff, which sounds a lot like the Gallic folklore that we have from Ireland and Scotland. So, there's got to be something there if it's spanning multiple cultures. Um, I've also heard of the moon-eyed people, um, which sometimes those get uh, correlated with the little people, um, but I'm not sure if that's really traceable, uh, but they... They used to say that the little people or the moon-eyed people, you could see them in the woods watching you. And they called them moon-eyed people because uh, you could see their eyes. They look like little little moons glowing in the dark. Um, Damn, I thought those little birds always watched me. No, yeah, that's why I was, you know, that's why this granny one was like, you know, you got to be careful chasing those little people because sometimes it's just a pack of coyotes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever it is, I'm not following it in the dark. Yeah, I'm not following it in the dark of the woods. You want to go chasing either of those. So, that <laughs> open uh, in a surrounding field of all these coyotes, like, lunch is here. Uh, the one video I, I, I see. Mountain oh, yeah. Yeah. One, they one video people. that always comes to mind is um, it was, it has just because of the eye situation and my fear was a woman walks out into her yard and sees like a bunch of glowing things in the yard and then pans the camera down and it's just her yard is covered in spiders. Oh, so nope. Nope. anytime nope. I'm like driving or walking outside and I see the grass light up, I'm like, nah, I'll go the other way. No, if, it, if it adds 30 uh, minutes to an hour on I my trip. I was sprinkle out little glow in the dark rocks in the yeah. lawn outside. I'll never walk on that yard. <laughs> nah, no way. Um, I think this is one of the questions I had written down, but we'll go ahead and get Madison's question here. Uh, what is your favorite room or room that you get the most activity in? So, so I can, okay, so we get the most activity in the ballroom. My favorite room is the butcher shop, the back room of the butcher shop. Uh, Where the ACs are? No, so the, the main one. I do get activity in the one where the ACs are, but I've been told to leave that room like hmm. multiple times. And so I don't want to piss anything off if I'm going to be in there by myself a lot. Yeah. 
Get so the room with the shell with the with the seats and well I say seats because yeah like I don't know I know there was like a sink next to it because the holder that's still in the wall looks like one of those old um you know when you were in rest stops like <laughs> 66 back in the 90s and they had those those pumps where you had to like hamster ball pumps where you had oh to, like, yeah out okay so like one of those was clearly on the wall. So I know there was a sink over there, but I have no idea why that weird step thing is up against the wall. There's no yeah. like delivery chute, but it's off center from the delivery chute. Right. So I don't know how to be useful. Um, so I like to sit down there because you can see into like the area where the deep freeze that has the hollow parts in the wall. You can see in there and you can see up the stairs by the dumb waiters. And when my girlfriends and I were doing that mirror seance, it took us a second to realize it, but it got so dark in those other two rooms that we couldn't see the back walls, which was only a problem because you're supposed to be able to see them. The ambient light we had in there, when we first went down, we could see them. And then as we started trying to communicate, it got so dark in there that my flashlight wasn't enough to get me up those stairs. I, I still couldn't see in front of me, which was odd because you know how shiny that um, white tile is. You right. should be able to bounce light. Like usually you can see with one flashlight pretty clearly. Um, and then I went down a couple of days later with the lights off and it was fine. You can still see all the way to the back of the dumbwaiters and then all the way into the other room. I don't know. <laughs> So there's clearly something down there. And so that's currently my favorite to investigate because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that before and I'd love to try it and figure it out. Uh, but the most reliable uh, interaction you're going to get is in the dining room. And I think that's just because that makes sense. You're going to interact with people in a restaurant, in the dining room. You're going to talk to waiters. There's always something going on. There's a band. With, uh People are walking in asking for a menu, that kind of stuff. We've heard um, it almost sounded like someone knocked a chair over, and then we ran upstairs, and like two of the chairs were pulled out. We had them all set up for the psychic fair, and we heard a big thud, and we're like, oh, nothing's knocked over, but chairs had been pulled out like someone had gone to sit down, which was very interesting. Um, so I think there's a lot of activity up there, but whether they'll talk to you is. <laughs> I wonder if like if we're upstairs or downstairs in that dining room like bringing a, a speaker and like on Spotify finding like a, uh, a restaurant kind of like ambient sound mm -hmm. and letting a camera run and seeing if if anything will happen like with cool. with devices like because I mean if that's if that's what it was used for and if you're getting activity there if you're bringing that sound back to that that room uh, yeah sure um I have a photo uh, of a shadow figure that I think I sent it to you. I don't remember if I did. I'll, I'll send it to you again. Is that um, the one that Nat said about going up those stairs there to the second yeah. floor? Yeah. 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 It's That's pretty. Pretty compelling because I still can't figure out how that could happen without a light source behind a person. Yeah. Because uh, the shadow is cast onto the stairs, which means the person casting it has to be in front of the shadow and there's no one there and there's not even a light source there so yeah. it's 
pretty interesting. That's one of the clearest, hardest to debunk photos I've ever seen. And again, I've been doing this for 10 years. So <laughs> usually people show me a photo and I'm like, wow, that's really cool. But like, I wasn't there. So I don't know. <laughs> what's what's the little girl's name that we came up with? The girl in the trunk. Oh, um, what, what did you come up with her name was? Oh, was it Ab Abigail. I, I, it starts with an A. Um, was a, it Abigail? A or G for right. some reason. Like, has she been very active lately in that with the suitcase? Yes and no. Um, she really likes Eli. She doesn't really like me. <laughs> so Eli's been talking to her, and she says that uh, she'll like see movement out of the corner of her eye if she's like kind of talking but not paying attention. Um, so somebody. Somebody's paying attention. Someone's hanging out. I would, I would imagine it's her. Um, I mean, she, she did say she liked attention or whatever it was. And we yeah, were there, when we were right? talking yeah. to spirit, yeah, she did like attention. That was really wild, wild because we use the spirit talker Ooh. app, and uh, and you know, like you said, you didn't know what name to call her and everything, and then it was all really about that that mm -hmm. luggage there that she came up with. Mm -hmm. You know, was really talking about you know traveling or. And stuff like that. Yeah. That was. Um, yeah, kind of like what we were talking about. Alexis had said, I mean, if you think about it, if they wanted to hurt someone by burning them, they wouldn't want to burn the whole building down, just the person. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why it definitely it definitely feels like a, an arson rather than just a. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say accident, but accidents. When we're talking about this, is <laughs> it's a completely different thing. Yeah, accidents and accidents <laughs> on purpose. Uh... Yeah. Well, and uh, it it makes me think like even if even if the person wasn't burned alive, um, mm -hmm. like a fire is an excellent way to remove evidence. Yeah, especially back. I mean, even the '90s, you could get rid of a lot of evidence with fire. Nowadays, it's a lot harder. <laughs> Uh, that's true. <laughs> Brandon had said another message, but he was trying to clarify this one. He's like, mm, like a still for shine or bootleg. And he said, so to clarify my question above, do you think that the burn damage oh. could have been caused by a failed illegal pot still or uh, methyl ethanol burns hot? So oh, good question. Possibly, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the burnt mark was having to do with some sort of illegal alcohol operation. I know Joe Tangaro ran a gambling establishment there. Um, Are you kidding me? What? The yeah. question yesterday, remember that that aunt that Rachel asked me? So it's weird oh, that you yeah. say that because I have a friend that she's like, um, I've known for a while and everything. And she says that she hears and sees things. And, yeah. you know, people and I, she's never been to your building, has no idea. And I, we were talking, I was like, oh, the events this weekend. And she'll go by a cemetery and she'll cover her ears because they, they're, they'll all of them talk to her. Yeah. And yeah. she don't like it. She doesn't. She's never been a really big fan of her gift. Mm -hmm. And she asked me, she said, I have this feeling. She said, did they have illegal backroom gambling going on there? Oh, absolutely. And, and I said. And, I, and that's why I said, well, I said, what well, was mafia? So I would figure, but it's weird that she would say that. And then you come up and say, well, he yep. had illegal gambling going on in the back. Yeah. I told you that before, did I? 
Uh-uh, you never did. That was really weird that she said that last night. Didn't people know that? Uh, because it was a big thing. Uh, that was one of the things that Joe Tangero got taken down for. Um, he was a famous wrestler locally. Um, and it. I know that during Prohibition, uh, there was a rumor that the place was haunted because, you know, guys would go there and then they'd be like walking out stumbling like they were possessed or something, right? Uh <laughs> You know they they were they were making booze in there. Yeah. Um, but when Changero owned it, there I did find in the paper. Well, one of my one of my friends sent it to me because she has a newspapers dot com subscription. She found a public statement issued by the chief of police saying that he was not allowing the sale of memberships to illegal gambling operations within police headquarters. And we're just like, yeah, but why do you need to say that? Yeah. <laughs> not just something you wake up and decide, yeah, you know, I'm going to make the statement today. <laughs> well, and that's, and I just said, it was just weird because she has no idea what your history you're building is. She don't even know where it's at. But she was saying, she was like, get this thing that there was, you know, backroom gambling going on. And then you just to say that, that he was doing, you know, he had a, he was gambling in the back rooms of the restaurant and stuff like that. It's just weird that she. Exactly. Um, I know for a fact it was upstairs because uh, the restaurant was a very successful restaurant downstairs in the main ballroom of uh, the bar. And then I was always told that upstairs was for the special guests and um, the police captain who came in was retired. And he said that uh, when him and his buddies were on patrol, if they came in, they got a free beer as long as they didn't go upstairs. Yeah, like, okay. Let me stop by there every day. Yeah. What's going on? Get my free beer. <laughs> a beer? <laughs> uh, Susan said, excited to see what I can get spirit, like spirit-wise oh, yeah. talking to me. My grandpa went to the restaurant with the families many times. Mm-hmm. So we had two go bait. We're probably there. Um, I know that the Waylands were not part of the big families, um, but they could acquire things because they had connections in Chicago and New Orleans. And so they got boats with deliveries up and down all the time, every week, twice a week. Uh, I don't think you need to order that many frog legs. (laughs) (laughs) I I wonder how many... uh... Well, it was back in the day in the eighties. It was the Mike, you know, the Michaels, McMichaels, and the the uh, Lieberman or Lee, yeah, Liebermans. Yeah, I think that was mm-hmm. that was the big mobsters in St. Louis back then. They were yeah. blowing each other up left and right, and every time you turn on the radio, there was a car bomb going on yeah, had, and stuff. A, one of my cousins actually, Egan um, Jack, something like that. I can't remember what she told me. She said that her her whole side of the family is full of guys that uh, fell down some stairs. And <laughs> she said that the only reason her family's still around is because somebody hid in a cast iron uh, bathtub when the shooting went by. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, wow, okay. That's crazy. Uh, she said, I wouldn't be surprised if some of my family ended up in that, in that building at one point or another. And then uh, I've had people say, oh, you know, did, did any of the big names come up in your research? And I'm like, first off, no. But even if they did, those people still live around here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to advertise too much. No. 
I don't need people coming in. So, hey, you find anything in the walls? Do you mind if I look? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how much stuff is in those walls. Just, just stay downstairs. I'll take a tour upstairs by myself for a yeah. couple minutes. <laughs> no, no telling what happened in that butcher shop, Don. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, the the top hat. Not that it's a crazy thing, but the fact that you found the, the top hat in the wall. Yeah, the top hat was just sitting in the wall. And uh, I pulled, like, uh, there was, like, a... Um, old piece of wood in front of it and I pulled it down and I was like, hey, uh, when the previous owner was walking me through, I'm like, hey, DJ, why why is there a top hat in the wall? That's, that's weird, man. Um, and he was like, I don't know. It was there when I bought it. So I put the piece of wood in front of it because the guy I bought it from said that it gave him bad vibes and it was here when he bought it. <laughs> nobody, nobody is like nothing, willing to remove it. There's nothing wrong with the top hat. It's just, everybody just don't want to touch it because it's in the wall. They're like, uh, not moving it. I don't know what's got bad mojo. Like somebody at some party just going downstairs to check out what was the old butcher shop and taking their hat off and putting it down and then like leaving it there and everybody's just like, eh, it lives here now. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, that's an old top hat. It's not nothing yeah. like new or my my thought when I when I saw that and like just because of the I don't know the way my brain works was like I just imagine there were two guys standing there at one point and was like, hey, I'm gonna leave my hat here. And years down the line, people are just gonna continue to question why this is here. I got here. <laughs> yeah, he this- told me we saw it. He was on film. We go watch it. He's like, put it on. I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> uh yeah. comment uh stairs in st louis are scary yeah just certain stairs <laughs> just certain stairs and certain buildings <laughs> so uh now i'm curious i think i might have to put the hat on Saturday <laughs> or friday now i was gonna say tonight where are you going yeah i was my wife said tonight um so yeah i mean we i have other questions about your building as well but more on your like personal investigation side um we have our set of rules just as everybody else does um is there one rule that you follow when going on investigations that is like number one that you that you stick to i always believe in the buddy system so you don't go nowhere by yourself (laughs) uh mainly i mean safety but also there's this problem of in the paranormal you get plenty of really cool stories and you're like oh cool is that on camera was anybody else there no i mean i i believe you had an experience but that would be cool to get more than just your anecdote you know yeah Um, so one one rule i'm like look even if it's just a camera i i always take somebody else with me and yeah the camera counts as another person because it's another eyewitness my new rule (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's an eyewitness um, i don't have to go nowhere by myself <laughs> well and then it's it's validation too like yeah you could, you could go by yourself and hear something and it's just the normal brain is you're questioning what you hear so if you have somebody there that's like you know hey did you just hear something say something they're like uh yeah i did then absolutely two people hear it yeah um what's our number one rule no playing with Ouija boards. No, I was number one. I was number one. <laughs> <laughs> that was like four or five, which is why I felt okay breaking it. Uh, our number one is we do not take things from buildings. That was leaving me to my next question. How do you feel? Because there are people that 
I'm sure they don't have like like bad intention or anything with it, but they want like a piece of history. What are your views on taking things from locations? Not I mean, like we're gonna take anything from your yeah, location. No, I mean that's our number one rule. We don't take it. We don't take we don't that's a that's a no-no for any of us, and I we tell our groups that too. That depends. Um, you know, as as a general warning, I would I would warn people from taking pieces of the building mainly because you know whatever follows you home is your problem but also it's owned by a witch who will hex your shit so <laughs> there's that but also um i i think it depends so if you're doing an estate sale and you're buying things knowing that it is being sold specifically I think that's up to your best judgment. I have uh, flown too close to the paranormal sun and acquired haunted objects that I was not prepared to deal with. So there is that. Um, so it's, it's really up to your best judgment. I did send um, one of my friends home with some turn of the century rusty nails because she wanted to do a hex on someone. So, right. you know. It's, we are not pissing her off. Just letting you know in advance. <laughs> like, you know, all, this, all these people. She knows people. <laughs> I mean, like, th there have been plenty of times when we've gone to these places where it's like, oh, that'd be really cool to have, but it doesn't belong to me. I ain't taking it home. Yeah. Now, if it comes to a point, like, we've gone to haunted estate sales. Like, I would buy yeah. haunted items. Absolutely. Like, I mean, that's bought. It's not taking it from the original place that it's supposed to be at. And the other thing, too, is like those are case in point. She has a whole room full of bricks upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That came from the building. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would be like, oh, take a brick from there. No, you no. don't take a brick because Sell it you know for a dollar. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, but you never <laughs> we, another. Well, another thing is, too, is we tell people do not take nothing. One, we respect the building. Mm -hmm. And two, you don't know attachments. You know, spirit could be like, you know what? Hey, you're taking that. They know you're taking that. Mm -hmm. They attach themselves and no tell them what you're going to take home with you. You know, I think that so if you're if you're dealing with spirits that are attached to an object versus a building or land, you we don't know. A lot of people have their theories about the paranormal. But let's be perfectly clear. None of us know what's happening here. We just are making very educated guests based on our experiences and your specific culture. Um, I've I've had people tell me about experiences they've had where they've taken objects from places and literally everything in their life upended and was awful until they sent it back. Um, that was specifically dealing with a South American indigenous uh artifact that was not theirs and culturally they should not have that um so i'm like well <laughs> you found out didn't you yeah. uh, so, gig right there you know <laughs> you, you found out but you know something like i am always for salvaging as much of history as we can so if it's something like i'm i'm gonna go to that abandoned building and this mantelpiece has sat here. There's good memories from whoever lived here, or not. Yeah, I might take that. You know, 
I mean, I have nothing against people that take it. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's your house, your item, yeah. you do what you want to do. It's well, just now. always been, it's always been our rule. Um, because I mean, we, we always tie things into at our events, like, you know, we make sure to tell people that like, we, we can't get spirits to act on command. Yeah. It would be a completely different experience, you know, if we can. So they may be shy. Like imagine all of us just waking up in your living room one day and you walking out and seeing all of us. I tie it to the same thing of like taking objects. Like I don't want somebody just walking into my room and taking my TV one day. Like I wouldn't be happy about it. So you go into a location and, you know, there's a lot of like old cool toys that I see. It's like, oh, that'd be cool just to own. But I know that like a spirit there, that may be their toy, that that's their item. Why would I want to take that out of the building? So, right, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's been lots of times I've seen a lot of cool things. I'm like, well, where were we? How at? are they going to miss that? You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. It's just, it's respect too for the people. Where were we at that the owner was telling us about there were groups of like kids coming in and they were taking rocks or bricks from the building? Yeah. And it got to the point where they had to tell them, was it uh, McIntyre? No, I don't think it was McIntyre. Like they had, they, they started bringing them back. I can't remember which one, but I remember you saying, I can't yeah, remember. It's been a while. I yeah, remember. the bad things were happening to them. They started bringing things back to the, to the place and stuff. And I'm like, well, see, that's why we don't take nothing. <laughs> yeah. Now, if the owner says, hey, if you guys want to take a piece of the stone, or like you said, there's a room full of bricks. If everyone wants to take a brick, yeah. that's fine. You have permission, you know. But yeah, just taking things and. And our big thing is just respecting everybody's building. We respect your building, respect everybody's building because you loan it to us. You know, mm -hmm. like some people will be there all night. Some people don't be there, you know, like I said, and you leave trust in the people to try to do, you know, the right thing. So that's yeah. a big thing for us is respecting your building, not taking nothing. When it comes back to reputation, we like, we don't want to be known as the ones that come in for an event and destroy everything. There's there's been some people paranormal where I've I have heard of their reputation and just been like I wouldn't trust you in my building and in yeah. fact I would probably have multiple people watching you which is going to up the price <laughs> so yeah. it's one of those things where in the paranormal your reputation is very important um, yep. I mean as as someone who's part of the organization Pet Feeds to the Lent Brewery in the Alton Y, like we we got those because we we say what we're gonna do and we're respectful and we do our job. <laughs> yep. Um, and really important to present uh, your evidence and have people trust your reputation enough to go, if you say that you took this picture and no one else was there, then I believe you. The second, yeah. the second you get caught, all of your evidence is null and void. Right out the window. <laughs> yeah. So. And it's, it's, it's when that happens is there's so much of us and everywhere on the internet and social media that digging yourself out of that hole is, will not be an easy task. No faking. They were like, look, uh, I, I needed this to blow up. I was just trying to even exact Beggins and I, this, this is the only thing I've done. I only faked this one thing. And it's like, it doesn't matter. And so far it doesn't matter. Well, it only takes one time. I'm going to start telling people, don't be like Zach Baggins, be like Zach Fedak. Who's, the, who's Zach Fedak? Don't know. <laughs> just be like him. <laughs> Uh, oh, 
want to ask you want to ask your famous question that we ask everybody. All right. What's your bucket list? Location. What My location? Topic. Yeah. Ooh, what would be one okay. location that you really want to investigate? Anywhere too. It doesn't have to be like in the U.S. Like yeah, it could be anywhere. You have all expense paid trip to do any investigation anywhere. I the catacombs in Notre Dame. Ooh, nobody said that. Yeah. No one's that said that one. That's pretty cool. I mean, they found a lead coffin buried <laughs> under the Notre Dame Cathedral, and everyone was like, "Yeah, we didn't know. He's probably important." I'm like, "But who and why?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> lead? Yeah. That's a little spooky. Why lead? Right. So they were like, wanting him to get out. <laughs> Whoever's buried in there in in the catacombs too. It yeah. wasn't but like whatever was going on in Paris that was shady. We all know the Catholic Church had some something cooking in that in those cathedrals. Like we all know. So I well, just want to get in there and ask some people some questions. Now if you're throwing out that all expense paid trip to go investigate somewhere. I yeah, think, I'm gonna say we never discussed. We like, never discussed it. We US. never said Oscar. We always say United States yeah. like like Alcatraz is my thing. His was Waverly, but we went to Waverly. Bigger. Like, okay, so there's these Again, underground catacombs in Edinburgh, Scotland, that are thought to be older than the rest of the city. And there's sections that people just like have no idea why there's so many bones in there. We don't have any record of why there's bones in there. And I'm like, I want to know. <laughs> we do vampire or uh, Dracula's castle. Oh, yeah. That'd be I'm going to have to like ride off the catacomb thing. Like, I know it's far, it's Hollywood, but like seeing that movie, um, I don't remember the name. Which one? <laughs> um, it was like the most. It wasn't like called like as above, so below or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As above, below, yeah. Below, and seeing all that stuff in there, like the, my, my only thing is, is like I, I just want to want to keep going. I wouldn't want to just like walk like you know, an hour in and then walk back. Like I want to try to reach the end. So I would just make sure that I got enough supplies and shit to last me. Because <laughs> my you not watch that out, movie. Let's just say it. Days. Yeah, I get lost and be like, I I came back out. I don't know where y'all. He said he was keep going. So that's just me. I don't know. I'm, I'm not big for underground things, man. I'm big guy. We don't fit in the white tight places. And to me, I just like I don't know. I like the dark, creepy. I that is the one place I wouldn't go by myself. That would 100 percent be somebody that come with me. That's just not yeah. safe. So no. Count me out, bro. <laughs> No buddy system now, huh? No buddy system on that one, man. I'm, my big, one of my biggest fears that I tell is like to go into like cave exploring or whatever and getting stuck. I'm like, I can't get out, and then nobody's with you, and you just lay there stuck. Yeah. Well, I'm like, eventually you might get out because you lose weight. You haven't eaten, but you know. Even if there's people with you, uh, you guys heard about that guy? Uh, he's been in like the '60s. Uh, he crawled in. Uh, and his rib cage got stuck upside down, and they just never could get him out. And so he just they he just died. They all were just standing there like can't pull him out. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> can someone just hand me a gun? Yeah, no, I'm gonna, just leave me here. Can you just leave me here. I'm like, it's yeah. gonna take you a couple days to die. I mean, well, yeah. Know. I mean, look at that yeah. 127 hours with James yeah. Franco. Yeah, I mean. Like, can we surgically remove my rib? <laughs> yeah, either you do something or just 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 yank me out, just break the rib bone. See, <laughs> that just it gives me anxiety when I watch these people and I'm like they get in this tight spots and they're like the roof is like this at their face and they're just 
you know, they're crawling across the ground. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, I get oh, stuck yeah. and I would just be like, you seen you seen the cave video that I that I took. Yeah, that was no. And the whole time I'm standing looking at the end, like I, I want to go back there. <laughs> nah, I would go back there. Jules had the right idea. I had the wrong shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brief second in my head. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go. Like, like Dad, you, you got boots shoes? on. Nope, I still got the wrong shoes on, man. Uh, what the fuck? What happened? Yeah. I'm not getting my boots muddy, man. I got the wrong <laughs> shoes to go back there. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know, but that, that, that's a good answer. I like the catacomb one. That's pretty cool. The lead, the lead coffin really got me amazed. Like, who was in there, and what were they trying to keep coming out? Yeah. Also, it apparently it's dated to before Notre Dame was there. So they built Notre Dame on top of this grave of whoever that was, and people are just like, "Yeah, it was probably someone important." I'm like, <laughs> it's probably like a witch or something yeah. that they thought we're putting them in lead because they ain't getting out. You know, and we'll put a whole town and yeah, city on top of you. Yeah. <laughs> they had to put a whole ass church on top to keep what that was. You ain't getting out. Yeah, you ain't getting out. We're putting a whole ass church on top of you <laughs> <laughs> in a lead coffin. Uh, oh, that's crazy. Ah, look who it is. I want to know who's under that church. <laughs> Hey, what is Pam, going on, Pam? Pam, I know if you're only staying here real quick. Here's that. I told you I was going to show it to you. Oh, pretty. She's in the death moss. Oh, yeah. And they come in the black cord or the, I have a silver chain, too. Um, one of my other questions I had, uh, more like building-wise, um, somebody kind of touched on it here. Alexa said, did you ever feel an instant draw to the building when you saw it? And she clarified here. Give me one second. Uh, in connection to my question up above, like what made you buy the building? Yeah, I was never going to ask you, did you? How did you find the building and how, why did you buy it? So when you're looking for a haunted building to use as event space and ghost hunting, there's, there's not a whole lot of search terms that are super helpful. Um, my realtor... I, you need a realtor just because if you're buying a building that's 8,000 square foot with a parking lot, you can't do that yourself. You need someone who knows what they're doing. Um, I expanded the search. The original search was for St. Louis. Historical. It needed to be big enough to hold at least 100 people in one room. Uh, and I wanted it haunted. And my realtor just looked at me and was like, I don't know how to search for that. <laughs> <laughs> I got it for so, you. <laughs> so, so I ended up, there were a couple of different properties I looked at. And they just, there was always something that made me gut feeling go, eh, like I could really do something this. I tried to buy a little Bebo, which is from Bebo Mill. I heard that some guy and his son bought it and they're renovating it and it's, it was in bad shape. Uh, they wanted half a million dollars for it. It was going to take another million to fix it. And they refused to let me get a structural engineer to take a look at it. And so I was like, yeah. oh, I really want this, but I can't. <laughs> um, and so I, I had to back off on that one. And then there was this church that was a really, really old church. And it had an attached rectory. And like it had 
it had some weird vibes. So I was like, it's it's haunted. I don't know. I don't know if this is the place for me. And like, they didn't want to sell it to me either. Um, like they kept every, anything that could possibly go wrong with trying to sign it did. And so I was like, look, if it's going to be this much of a headache, something, this isn't my building. It's yeah. not made. It's not my building. I, I really wanted that church. Um, and then the realtor was like, okay, so I looked up that building. I, I sent her a photo of the side of the um, Sheridan because I drive down 55 to go to Lent all the time. Um, so I was just driving down Broadway, like maybe there's something on Broadway. And I was like, ooh, that's big enough. And it's got a parking lot. It doesn't have any doors or windows. <laughs> so, we can add uh, those. Yeah, we can add those. How hard could it be? How expensive could windows be? Yeah, right? yeah. we discussed that last time we were there. Mm -hmm. How expensive oh, windows could be? <laughs> Turns out really expensive. Because uh, why would why would you build standard size windows in the mid 1800s? Um, so I I set up a a walkthrough and Mark and I went and the realtor the realtor for the building didn't even want to go in <laughs> and I was like oh this is a good sign um, <laughs> this is a good sign for me this is great and so to get in the building he had to unscrew the plywood off of one of the doors <laughs> and Mark and I walked in and we heard someone just casually walking around upstairs and we were like, I don't know, you said, is somebody meeting us here? Is it the other, the building owner? And the realtor was like, no, there are another, no other ways in. So if somebody's up there, they're not supposed to be. And we did, we did, there's only the two um, stairs. So Mark and I went up both stairs and there's no one up there. So we're like, okay, cool. Haunted, check. Um, and, so, and then we went down in the basement and I'm looking around and I'm like, I want it. And I turned to Mark and I'm like, I want this one. And he's like, you want this one? Did you not just see we just got plywood <laughs> into the door? I was like, yeah, and like, he's like, we do investigations at like the Fox theater and the steeple and the lamp. And, and you want, this one <laughs> can't you see it though he's like yeah okay <laughs> so that's how i ended up with that one because it was immediately like there's something here and it felt right and it just boom 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 within a week i had it which is not how the other attempts to buy buildings went Every time I tried to buy something else, it just something was wrong, something was wrong, something was wrong. And this one, I'm like, hey, here's my offer. He's like, awesome, cool, here it is. Here's the <laughs> well, there weren't any. This is like, damn, I could have probably went lower. <laughs> 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 he jumped to that one pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, when I was walking through with the previous owner, he left me cameras for the outside and he was like, we were going to put up cameras inside, but the motion detectors would have kept going off. So 
And I'm like, oh, so you know it's haunted. He's <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's super haunted. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> as long as we're clear. <laughs> Talking about this, like, how has there not been a TV show like The Haunted Real Estate Agent or something? Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, <laughs> much stuff. I mean, I guess they don't go through a lot, but you would think there's a lot of places that they've been to. Maybe they don't want to know it's haunted. So they call know. it lighted. Um, there, there are ways that your property could be considered blighted. And some of it is where it is, if it's got like chemicals or whatever, and if it's got like bad history. So like if there was a horrific murder um, and it was in the news, that property sometimes can be listed as a problem property to sell. And depending on what state you're in, they have to disclose if people died in there or if it's haunted. And Missouri, you don't have to disclose that. So you don't have to disclose it's haunted or someone died in there. Either. Either. Oh, okay. I know in New Orleans, uh, it's a thing to uh, list if the property is haunted or not because there's so many that are oh, haunted yeah. um, that it's just standard practice in the real estate down there that they just list if it's haunted. They're like, not haunted as a feature. Um, because more often than not, they are haunted. Amenities. So that's your yeah, real bummer. You went to buy it, <laughs> it said not haunted, and you're like calling the realtor, like you liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got five bedrooms, three full baths, a half bat, and five spirits. <laughs> <laughs> you won't say if some are nice or not, yeah. but you got five. We've yeah. always, I've always thought about you know with going around and seeing all these buildings and stuff, mm -hmm. and and everything he's like man that'd be really cool to have our own haunted building that we'd have our office out of there you know and be kind of cool you know to do that it's just so hard and you know and when we found your building he was looking up he said oh there's a st louis haunted mansion and i'm like and of course everybody first thing they say is the limp mansion and i'm like no 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 not the limp mansion you know and he's like no it's a, it says st louis on broadway yeah. and i'm thinking broadway and at first, I thought it was that big, like the nursing home. I guess that's a nursing home still over there. We're on yeah. The, we're on the curve there by the highway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So some sort of senior living. Yeah, I thought that's the building. I was like, well, yeah, that's huge. That building's like, you know. <laughs> but apparently, they're still living there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I didn't think of, you know, like your building. And then he was like, no, it's that building there. I'm like, and what's the first thing I said? It was like, that used to be a restaurant. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I know. That was the thing. That was a restaurant back in the day. Yeah, so the reason it's called St. Louis Haunted Mansion is uh, it's haunted, yes. And my my profession, my secondary profession is ghost hunter. However, the goal with buying such a large building is that I have a lot of friends that are in like performance art. Um, and I have a lot of friends that do like escape rooms and um they do a lot of kind of niche events. And the goal is to turn the building into an event space that each space has its own theme. Um, closer to you'd have to be throwing exactly that kind of party than, yeah, it's just an empty ballroom. Um, and my favorite movie of all time is Clue. <laughs> Uh, so eventually the building will have the type of vibe that we're going for. It's just 
when you buy 8,000 square foot of abandoned mob restaurant that's been torn apart for several years, uh, it takes a while to get there. <laughs> it does. It does a lot of time. A lot of care. Be like, uh, Mr. Brown killed Mrs. Green in the butcher <laughs> shop. With... Right? <laughs> yeah, those those have, like, easy down there. It'd be really cool. Those events yeah. have to actually like take place. Like there has to be like live action clue games, right? Like, oh yeah, there's like there's like murder mystery games. That's kind of like Clue. Is it the same? Yeah, your murder mystery events are kind of like that, ain't they? Like the your murder mystery dinners and stuff. Someone yeah. dies. Someone you ever have to figure out. The Bissell and a couple other places do sort of dinner theater style murder mystery events. Yeah. I I'm always that person that's like, yeah, I'll sit here and eat your chicken dinner and it's fine, but like. I want to be the detective. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to. Have, I don't want to be like eating dinner. Do I don't want to yeah. watch you solve a murder. I want to do it. Yeah. Uh, so it's the it's the idea of having a space where you can. Oh, hey, how you can. I wanted to say hi again. <laughs> you just pop in whatever you yeah, wish. She yeah, just thinks she's no, a star that she gets to hi. pop in whatever. I want to say hi to Nicole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the hell, man. <laughs> Go back in the basement, Gremlin. I am. Oh no! <laughs> um, she'd play Bloody Mary with me on my birthday, so <laughs> she probably would. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's the goal is, um, and I want to have a space where I can do like traditional Victorian seances. I think that'd be really fun. Um, we're gonna put in our Victorian Gothic library upstairs once we finish the ballroom. And I have to think that corner you should do a, a mirror scrolling. Oh, yeah, in that well, corner that that, so that, I had that so cool. take all of the mirrors in the building and put them upstairs for you. So, <laughs> really, so they're <laughs> yeah. all upstairs now. All right, upstairs. I think the funny part is I have only purchased one mirror. You're gonna guess how many mirrors are somehow in this building? 15, seven. Hey. What's that number again, man? That's number, man. That number has popped up a lot of with paranormal stuff. I brought one. Where did these other go? <laughs> well, yeah, and just think about your other two people. The guy wanted to put his classic cars in there. Why would he need mirrors? Right. You know, it's like, what a, yeah. why would he have all so many mirrors? That's yeah. kind of. I was like, okay. Like one of them I found leaning up against the building one time and I just put it inside because I was like, well, if someone needs it, they'll knock and be like, hey, where'd my mirror go? I asked that was your, that was your local neighborhood trash picker. <laughs> Didn't have enough, yes. <laughs> enough strength to carry it. Just leaning it up against the door and I'm just like, is this for me? Like, <laughs> my dumbass was like, yeah, someone yeah. brought me a mirror. Cool. I know. <laughs> Someone's like, this mirror's haunted. Take it to that building over there and just leave it. Right? <laughs> just take it in. If you got I anything mean, haunted in the area of St. Louis, just leave it at the mansion by the door. She'll take it into her building. You have one of those like little mail things on the door, but just big enough that people can just slide eye objects yeah, through. Slide objects through just it. big enough for a wager board. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just enough. You start getting have people start mailing you stuff. Collection? The what? The what? At, uh, our office in the Lent Brewery, we have a seance parlor that the all of the walls are covered in Ouija boards because people started sending us Ouija boards that they didn't want. <laughs> like four of them are behind glass because, you know, why would you think that we want this? They sent notes and we're like, 
hey, um, I played with this Ouija board and like a demon came out and killed my cat here. And we're like, what? I don't want this. I didn't close it. I, I just sent it to you. Wait a minute. Apparently, that that demon's still at your house. You sent the Ouija board, but the demon's still there. So you closed you know. the one, or you gave away the one thing that could close that portal and take that demon yeah, out. Like you sent it demon, away. You sent it away. How bad could it be? Poor cat. Yeah, poor cat. See what you get for playing with the Ouija board. There is a Ouija board in the building. Just so yes, we've seen it. I don't know where it is right now. Uh, I don't was, know where it is right now. I just got up moved. Uh, it was in the ballroom when we were there. Yeah. I, I took some yeah, cool yeah, photos of it. Awesome last time I was there, too. It's not there anymore. <laughs> it's uh, not in the ballroom no more. You yeah. don't know where it's at. No. It's going to be in front of those mirrors. What the hell, man? Yeah, I can get there's going to be in front of all those mirrors. Um, Stuff moves. I will tell you, be careful just leaving equipment out. Because multiple times this has happened. And listen, I know I'm neurospicy with the ADHD and the memory loss thing. And I'll put down a cup and not find it for three days because my brain just erased it. But, like, this happens to everybody. The handyman, my dad, me, Eli. Eli's ridiculously, remarkably, like, she can just put something down and know where it is. And I'm like, how do you do that? Uh, But so I had to bring her in. And I'm like, hey. I'm looking for my ladder. This is not a small ladder. It's easy as ladder. I'm looking for a ladder. Half the, there's nothing in here to hide the ladder. Where is the ladder? I had it upstairs because we were putting up the drywall. The ladder was in the basement. Why was the la- Why would I carry a ladder? Who moves a ladder? that's a lot of stairs to move down. Stairs, and I'm like, I didn't carry it down there. And he like, like, yeah, well, I didn't carry it down there because why would I need the ladder in the basement? I can touch the ceiling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not many uh, high places you have to reach with the ladder. <laughs> so uh, that matches. We always have to bring matches and lighters in our purchase, uh, in our purse because they just go missing. Don't know. That's um, fair. Yeah. And then... Uh, Tools will often be found places that we did not put them. So far, nothing's disappeared. It's just been moved. So hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least they're not taking them and just, yeah, you know, I making them never come back. I, I have a feeling whoever is in the building is still doing their job and like cleaning up. And I'm just like, okay, but I like need this. Please don't Spirit. move it. Spirits walking around like, damn, this place is a mess. Yeah, I mean, when she told us that you told us that ladder story when we were there doing a walkthrough. Yeah, I'm like I wish I had video, like right? we had cameras up, and all of a sudden you just see a ladder just <laughs> bopping by the camera. That's yeah. just nobody's carrying it; it's just floating across the camera. It's like, does it does it float or does it just appear? Oh, like, how does that? That's work? a good question. Exactly. Stuff be going in the bed. Oh, Brandon also said Haunted Mansion. You also write Eddie Murphy here. He's a fan. <laughs> I yeah, know that's... Eddie Murphy would handle my building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, does it disappear and appear? Like they take it, grab it, poof, and it appears? Or do they actually have to carry it off? Exactly. Yeah. And you got your eyes closed and all of a sudden you see your phone just kind of <laughs> floating across. The... Like someone's walking off with it. That's crazy. That's yeah, the, uh... The only time my phone is moved, we knew it moved because I had uh, that Bluetooth speaker, the big Bluetooth speaker I have, 
and yeah. it started spritzing out. And I was like, oh, I must have like walked away. And I looked and I didn't have my phone on me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I left it with the speaker because I knew if I walked too far away, like the other side of the ballroom, it wouldn't catch it anymore. And it was, um, it wasn't on the speaker next to the piano anymore. It was over in the corner by the glass block window. And so. Someone no. apparently did not like that music. No, it was uh, bluegrass, so fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't like that, apparently. No, so they don't like bluegrass, apparently. We're, uh, we're, we're talking about events, and you're, you're mentioning event space. Do you want to let people know um, like what your building is used for every month? Yeah. Uh, currently, we just do one event per month. Um, we're going to run start doing ghost hunts like you guys um eventually uh i'm just super busy um and i think last last night market we had 18 vendors apparently awesome. we missed a big one man we've been to a multiple ones the first one we don't go to is like all kinds and of people spot i'll tell you what because you guys kind of claimed that back spot with the couch and uh he was really cool because he had these like hand scrubs that were really, really nice. And I'm like, I don't know. Don't That's be giving my spot away, Nicole. <laughs> Listen, he had some really good hand scrubs. <laughs> Look, if it takes hand scrubs, hey, I'll make you wait, some. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. Let him put you on a podcast and advertise your building. And then we'll talk about spaces. <laughs> yeah, so we do a monthly night market with lots of local vendors, artists, um, people that have unique kind of skills um we usually have at least two or three people that'll be happy to talk about the paranormal and honestly i think it's ramping up um i did turn down an interview with fox too because i was too busy and i felt like insane person being like no i can't go do an interview i have i have to run this event but um yeah we're getting big enough that people are actually noticing which is kind of cool um, Damn, we're we could have been your representative or something. We could have worked something out. Yeah, right. We gotta get, get you out there so we get all kinds. I mean, the more right. people that show up to your event, the more people that buy our stuff and right. our vendor stuff. So you know, that's kind of cool. You guys making sure. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say we've been to the first one was the fairy market. That was our very first one. That um, we we the witches. Yeah, I mean, we've done like conventions and stuff like that before, but it was our first like night market that we've ever did. So we really didn't know what to expect. Right. And like walking into the building, it was, it was a really cool place. And all and, these fairies walking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah. The, the people in costumes and stuff like that. Like it's, it's, it's a really cool, really cool time. And seeing all the vendors. I mean, I bought a, uh, a print there from the lady that was next to us. It's a ghost print. Oh, yeah. Print. It's a ghost print. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I spent the whole night staring at it. I'm like, all right, I got to buy it. Like, well, I stared at it long enough. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's hanging up in my room right now. Cool. Uh, my, the only piece of artwork I have hanging up is just one little ghost photo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Last yeah it's, it's cool to see. And I followed some of those people on, on Instagram and, and see. Um, you know, we did the Pride Market. Yeah. Was that the last one that we did was Pride? Thank you. So the Witches Market, was that the one that had the the people that sold the bread and the gooey yeah. butter cake? Yeah. They didn't cut. They were back. I was looking forward yeah. to that. Amazing. We sold them out, too. Yeah, I mean. We sold them out. We sold them out of <laughs> gooey butter cakes. I mean, we were, like, fighting over who was going to get the last piece over no, there. That was the Rice Krispie Treats. Oh, yeah, that was the Rice Krispie Treats, yes. Oh, yeah. man. 
But yeah, you know, they are. But just a shout out to them. They are at Soulard Market on Saturdays. Yeah. So yes. we could always go down and get those. I think they, I think they were like, uh, we always sell out, sell out on uh, Soulard. So if we do your night market, we're not going to have anything for Soulard. So um, we'll try, we'll be trying to get more uh, food vendors in. Uh, that'll be fun. Did I, you have the, I, we weren't there the last time for your last market. Was the character guy there? No, he didn't come back. Um, I have his number. I'm going to see if I can get him to come back because we had several people asking about him. Uh, he was pretty good too, which was yes. fun. Um, it was, it was different. It was something different. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting, different kind of artists, people. They all have a kind of funky vibe and I'm, I like being a night market because you get vendors that maybe wouldn't show up to a craft fair at like a high school. <laughs> and yes. but they'll come they'll come to St. Louis Haunted Mansion with their weird stuff. So. Like like the one one time we were there and it was the person that was selling like the soaps or the candles and they were uh, yeah. interesting shaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Follically Bolic- shaped. <laughs> <laughs> Candles were yeah. have one <laughs> again. I it was staring at me, and I was staring at it, and I was like, "Those are some tig old biddies. I'm gonna take them home." <laughs> uh, it was yeah, a lot of lot of cool things, and um, I mean the I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna pre sell our I'm gonna give her enough money to pre sell us out, and we're gonna get a plaque on the floor. <laughs> it's so paranormal plaque, and that, that's my spot. <laughs> But <laughs> well, and like the first week, the, the first time we were there, we sat there and the AC was running, and man, I was freezing my ass off. But it was great You're because awesome. so many times we've done investigations and markets, we were always like super. But, you hot. know, it's funny as it's not that spot because of the AC. No. It's like the biggest spot that you can like stretch mm-hmm. out in yeah. if you're not like up against the wall or you know i mean we have so much crap that we've got to say we're we're bougie and we had a big ass table so yeah. we're like this is not the only spot that's gonna work we're bougie, we're bougie like that but yeah if you're in the st louis area even if you're not travel um or if you're looking the vendor i mean i brought some people from i, I don't know if they I came just, back I was but, say, susan just said we love the night market Jeannie yeah i mean there. Jeannie, we brought Jeannie for the cups we brought the lady with the ceramics that we saw oh. at the alton uh, Paracon, she came the one time. I don't know if she's been back. Was she back last week? I have no idea. That's Eli's job. <laughs> There's so many people there. <laughs> well, you had 18, so there was a lot of people there. I, I had seen it. I saw pictures and I saw, I was like, man, I even told you. I'm we like, had a what place was packed. There was a lady pulled up and, and she had a whole plant store in the back of this truck, like a truck for the plant. And I was like, that. I need more of those. Find me more of those. Eli, find this right now. <laughs> more plants. We need more plants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so where, where can people find the information on this? So we're at uh, com, and we're on Facebook. So most of the events are going to be first seen on Facebook. Um, St. Louis Haunted Mansion is our handle on everything. Eli usually posts to Instagram as well. Um, and I think we have a TikTok. Yes, we have a TikTok. I just don't update it because I'm terrible. <laughs> I just told you the other day. I was like, "Hey, look who I found!" Like, I don't know why I never thought to yeah. look it up, but I was like, came across a page, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, follow." Oh yeah, I, oh I follow her on my page. Yeah, on my yeah. I follow. I don't ever get on my own personal page yeah. anymore. I uh, 
I keep getting texts every time I'm over there and Eli's like, send me some content for the TikTok. And I'm like dripping sweat with my hair up, like goblin <laughs> cleaning a tile. I'm like, what do you want me to film this? Like, no. <laughs> you know what you guys should do though is once the night market starts, you should oh, do you have you have a thousand followers? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I just watched your live that one time when you and you and Mark were on there. Because Mark's like, is this the Dan that like I like that likes me? Is this the Dan I like? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mark. <laughs> uh, you should take go live and and show your market on TikTok <laughs> then, yeah. and that way just people get people in that area mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So when's the next one for August? So it's the last Friday of the month, which would be I think I'm in Wisconsin. Oh, Eli says Agatha. That's right, Agatha. Agatha. Correct. And uh, apparently some other people in the building are Frank or Charlotte or Caroline. Those were, her, we think that that's what her parents were. Cause that's what she would, they were yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, I knew it was an older name and, and that's why I said Agatha, like a, the a. G stands out. Yeah. Agatha. The 25th. Man, we're going to miss that one. Well, I'm going to be in Wisconsin. Eli's got it. So. <laughs> uh, we'll be in August. Eli- easier to sweet talk into telling stories though <laughs> yeah august august 25th we'll be in uh dodge city kansas oh yeah Ooh, at the be- at the metaphysical fair we're we're collaborating with kc metaphysicals now and they're kind of showcasing us and, and we're we're doing our best we're doing a, a a ghost hunt for them on saturday night at the uh depot theater Ooh, okay Saturday yeah night. And stuff. We'll, we'll we'll be doing that. Actually, uh, we'll. That's the place that we're going to be doing in October twenty eighth. That you're building will be the yeah. meta, KC Metaphysical, and I'll get you some passes for that too for you and Eli and stuff That'll for the whole weekend. Fun. You'll get like free lectures and all that stuff. And I actually think we're going to be speaking. Oh yay! Yeah, we're going to have our first speaking. Yeah, we're going to be uh, our guest speakers our first time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta get I gotta get Zach. I gotta get him some alcohol so he can talk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like- I lit up when you told me that. I was so excited. I know. <laughs> he is not his anxiety in a, in a room full of people is gonna be like. You know, a couple shots of moonshine. I'll get you a jar. You'll be fine. There we go. <laughs> that works. You know, this is Zach's. Everybody, you can Venmo to Zach's alcoholic. <laughs> you can send money for, so Zach can buy liquor. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we can't have that. We can't. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's why I said I was like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. What yeah. did? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I had a bunch of questions, but we can go on for hours and hours. But the one I, thing, the one question I do like asking though is. Um, be, like because you investigate, I know that we have locations that, I, I mean, I would say are dear to us, but we like to go back. One of those is McIntyre. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone back what three times now. Yes, something like that. I I like Ashmore. I mean, I was only there <sighs> once, but I'm already super excited to go back again in September. September is at Ashmore. Yeah. Um, is there have there been places that you've gone? that you would instantly go back to if you had the chance. Melvin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I'd really like to get into the apartment area of Mineral Springs again. It's a complicated question, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I did come into paranormal investigation 
backwards. So when you say, are there places you like to go? I'm like, yeah, if someone says, here's the keys of the Fox Theater, go have at it. Yeah. I work that. So I get paid to investigate that. (laughs) It feels like, yeah, okay, but it's work. Um, And then, you know, people always on the Lent tours, people are like, oh my God, do you stay the night at the Lent Mansion? I'm like, no, because people come knock on the door and go, hey, can you come investigate with us? And then I'm like, are you paying me? Yeah. Um, (laughs) So uh, I would really like to get into Mineral Springs again because uh, Mark and I did a speaking engagement there several years back, like pre-COVID. And we ended up wandering off and it was the previous owners and they were a little bit more loose with where you could go. And they were like, you know, go off, have at it. And like, they knew we're not going to mess stuff up. So mm-hmm. we wandered upstairs and we had an experience that I still haven't been able to replicate. So we weren't getting any interaction, which is odd because a lot of people were saying, Oh yeah, go up to the apartments, talk to Pearl. You know, there's, there's, usually a response unless you're particularly problematic um you're gonna get something and we weren't getting anything and that was weird so mark was standing off on one side and i was kind of walking up and down the hallway and he was like hey i want you to move erratically and i'm like nah, okay um <laughs> Because it's Mark, I just did. Because <laughs> again, this guy's like, I think there's a serial killer dumping bodies, and he's saying, Look, you want to go look? And I'm like, Yeah. We need to start hanging out with Mark. Mark told yeah. us to call him. We need to call him. <laughs> Where are you, babe? And I'm like, Oh, no, I, um, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, so I just started like jumping around, and he's like, there is a shadow that looks like your shadow, but when you move real fast in a weird direction, it takes a half second to follow you. Mm. I still can't figure out who or what it was. And I'm just like, that's weird, right? Like, why was it pretending to be my shadow when other people were talking about, oh, yeah, we have interactions with stuff up there all the time. I'm like, are we just the first one to notice that? Interesting. Or what? Well- it's one of the ones where I'm like, I could spend hours there trying to figure that out. Well, you remember I told you about that that when we investigated up there in the apartments, like mm-hmm. we're talking, we were talking to a 14 year old boy, and mm-hmm. we were getting really into it, and all of a sudden he got very quiet. And now you've been up there and you've seen the windows; it's got ambient light coming through from the stoplights, you know, and you could see into the other rooms through the walls. Right. It like when he stopped talking and everything got quiet on the phasma box and all that, like nothing. And you know, if you've listened to a phasma or a necrophone, you usually don't get quiet. No. And it got so dark that you could not see into the other room because with all, even the ambient light, it got like something goes over there and like makes, if they talk too much or if they interact too much or want to, you know, and people try to probe, it seems like there's this dark shadow that scares everybody off that controls. And then I said something to, Heidi, the last time we were there, Heidi's our, our local psychic, we call her, or whatever. And she was there, and she was sitting in the lobby, and she says she came up with a name, the person, where he came from, what year he came over. And she says, he says that he says that he controls the building because he don't like the living making money off his ghosts, off his people. 
And I'm like, and I don't like that. And it's really weird. And then she sent me Monday, she sent me like the census and everything. And his name was on it. And when he came over, she was like on point exactly what and that kind of freaked me out. I'm like, wow, okay. You knew exactly who you, you know. Yeah, then stuff, I so. who that shadow figure was. It could have been him. I mean, that's creepy up there on that floor. He did not want to talk to us. But he definitely wanted to follow us around and make sure he knew what we were doing. Um, now, now, have you been in the sub basement? Yeah. I don't and have very good. I don't have very good things in the sub basement. Sub basement's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, they don't like me down there. I didn't like it. Um, it was. I'm used to some sort of interaction, like at the Alton Y. A lot of times, people will get. Um, like kids tugging on your shirt. Um, that's happened to me before. I've had an experience. Uh, there was there was a moment in the sub-basement where, I mean, you might not know, but like most women know, like you can feel when a big dude walks up behind you. And I was just like, I'm in danger. I don't know why. But I don't like that feeling. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> sure. a get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't like that. Like I don't like being intimidated like that. And it was so deliberate, you know. Yeah. So, like, oh, I don't. Mm -mm. And Mark's just like, let's go. <laughs> like, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just sit here and be fate, I guess. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was. I, I really want to know about that apartment upstairs. The basement can speak to itself. <laughs> the weirdest thing to me is that there's there's people that live there. Yeah, yeah I mean that's, that's the well, weirdest Troy thing. Lives to me. There. Yeah, it's so, so, lives such a there. strange thing to like think of. My computer says it's gonna die, so I'm gonna keep talking. I can hear you, but I'm gonna plug it in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've. Uh, I mean, I know you've been to Mineral Springs. If you've been oh. to Mineral Springs more than like us as a company too, right? Yeah, so yeah. I've been to Mineral Springs at least three times other than – so I think I've been there five times. And I've only gone three? Have we gone there three? We've only gone as a company twice. Twice, yeah. I was there three times beforehand Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. and everything like that. I went with, with, with Heather and then I went again uh, twice, once when Abby was there and then I went there when Nina mm -hmm. and uh, Andrew and Nikki were there uh, and stuff like that, so – uh, I have their number. I could probably call Donna and see about trying to get us. We can get up in there. I would. Stuff. I would like to do another investigation there, just because I feel like I have unfinished business. Because we were there, and doing an investigation when you're there as like a speaker and just kind of wandering. Like we didn't have all the equipment. We didn't have like I had a notebook and a pendulum. <laughs> I'm like I kind of want to. I want to really actually get in there because there's enough that made me curious. And you have to go on. That I mean, it's kind of hard to make me curious at this point. <laughs> uh, my first little, I saw my first apparition there. I saw the little boy peeking around the corner at me no, and stuff. Thanks. And then I talked to Dave and Dave was like, oh, that's a little boy who runs around in knickers and stuff in the lobby area and stuff. So there was validation with that too. And then the two investigators earlier had said that they'd seen a little boy looking at them down that same hallway while they were there and stuff. And he says, now, I don't know how long ago you were there. It was 
It was always. It was before the current owners. Okay, so Dave and Donna. Well, I don't think they own it, but I think they run them. I don't know if they own it or, or run it or whatever. But Davis put in a, a museum in there. Oh, cool. Uh, the Soul Asylum. The Soul Asylum Museum. Fantastic museum. Oh, my God. He's got. I have to go see that. Now things have changed because he's got haunted objects in there. Mm-hmm. So cool. the chemistry in the building has changed and the energy is just yeah. crazy. I discovered that that little interaction can be interesting, too. Yeah, he's got a he's got the pew from this exorcist at the the pre during the exorcist. He's got an autopsy table that's was from a mental hospital in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was just in the field of like where the building like, used to be. Yeah, like twenty two years. It just sat in the field. It has hair in the drain and and yeah. just weird stuff like that. And he's got. I mean, you guys heard that uh, city hospital is going to be closing, right? Saint Alexis on Arsenal. No, the one where they did the exorcist. I thought they tore that hospital down. uh, So there were two. There's the the original hospital where he went originally, and uh, the priest ended up in the mental ward at St. Alexis. Oh, the priest was in the second one. mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And uh, they're going to be tearing that hospital down or changing. I can't remember, but it's it's closing down. I think it'd be really cool. It's right down the street from me. If they have if they have a sale, we could go in and get some stuff. Oh, I thought she it. was going to say breaking and entering. Oh, I thought that's store. where I was going. And I'm I like, thought that's the direction she was going. Go. I was like, I'm like, okay, let's talk about I'm, this camera. You know, I'm like, uh. we'll talk about it. But I'm like, you know, if they're going to be, if they're going to be. Uh, dismantling the chapel there, I'd be really interested to see if we can get anything. Yeah, we just yeah. we just need to start getting haunted objects in there. Your place will go crazy in there. Oh yeah, no, I mean with that mirror and the um the wheelchair, that one was a problem. Uh, uh, we did have a question too. Uh, Brandon said, "Weird question, but aside from the random mirrors, does anything else randomly appear like things you know don't belong?" Sorry, the mirror question is, or the mirror comment is what made me we realize that. An axe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was straight up just like an old fashioned hatchet that one of my handymen was like, hey, I don't know where this came from. I just found it in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to do some prints on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Put some of that dye on there to see if it turns <laughs> yeah. blue or blood. Like the and walls stuff. are going to hold a lot of objects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, with the butcher shop, we can kind of explain any any mysterious blood stains. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you would think there would be meat cleavers, but a hand with an axe, you know. Yeah, no, and it was upstairs. So. Yeah, I mean, they cut off gangsters could cut off fingers when you owed people money and stuff, and might find some fingers in the wall. Hand. Yeah, you might. I can't tell you what you can find in the wall of that place. So how I want to go investigate with you. I don't know about Zach and stuff, but I want to go with you and Mark. How hard is it for us to get in, like to go like to the Fox or oh, something like that? Just to... doing haunted tours this year because of Broadway shows, um, but we. We do offer um, ghost hunts at the Lent Mansion and the Lent Brewery. Um, we have um, access to several sub-basements in the original vault in the Lent Brewery. Um, there was a serial killer down there for a while in the 90s, so that's fun. Uh, I don't go down there by myself. 
for, you know. Well, we found out you don't go to a lot of places by yourself, buddy system. <laughs> I'll go with you. Yeah. yeah. Sub basements are my favorite. Because, um, <laughs> so, well, how, uh, like, how hard is it for us to get, like, you know, maybe you got me and Zach and Maddie and you and Mark to go to I the brewery? I know, he, I know he threw me the keys the one time on my table. He's like, here you go. <laughs> Let's go, man. I mean, it's kind of funny. People, people always go, oh, yeah, we want to go investigate. And we're like, okay, cool. When you go in? And they're just like, oh, wait, now we have to actually plan it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and yeah. it's the number one thing when we tell people where we're from. We're like, yeah, we're from St. Louis. And they're like, oh, have you done the Lit Mansion? And it's like, no, we haven't. No. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah. there's so many things. Like, we've gone to Minnesota. But we've yeah. not gone to the place that's right downtown to, you know. I, I don't know because maybe it's so popular and it's like yeah, so many know. people have done it and want to do it. It's like, well, like, and that's when Mark was like, hey, I got the keys to the brewery. I'm like, that's different. You know, no one said, hey, have you ever been to the Limp Brewery and, yeah. you know, been in the basement of there? I'm like, no, but, you know, that's different than the Limp Mansion. I, I would think that, and, and that's stuff that people have said to us too, is that, you know, or have asked questions like, do you think your building's new? So it hasn't been like really overpopulated. But when you go to like Waverly and, you know, those places that are very big that people are in there every night investigating that the ghosts get like, you know what, I'm tired of this stuff. You know, I don't want to talk to people. I think it depends on the location because, again, ghosts are just dead people. Some of them are assholes, you know, um, so. At the Lem Mansion, anyway, we actually noticed that we get more activity on the nights where there's been a lot of people in the restaurant. Um, and I think that it's, it's kind of a high energy thing. I mean, Julia Lem was a consummate hostess. There were parties there all the time. And at one point, it was the tuberculosis ward for the poor hospital next door. Um, so we know a lot of people passed. Uh, in some not great circumstances when it was a boarding house we know people disappeared um, so there's a lot going on there and I think the more energy you have in the building the more willing people are to talk to you the Lemp Brewery is interesting because we have one entity that I don't know it's some sort of shadow figure and we I, Mark thinks it's somebody who works there when it was international shoe because if we try and chase it it runs away from us but if we're just standing there talking it'll start seeing it out of the corner of your eye and it'll get closer and closer and then it'll start throwing rocks at you so it very depends on the location what you're gonna get i was uh i was at qt a while back and of course i wear the haunted soul sh do what <laughs> You found a haunted QT? No, I wish. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> no, I was just at a QT like a while ago. And tying to the story is, you know, I wear the haunted soul shirt every day. Um, and it was pretty late at night. And this guy came up and he was like standing behind me. And he's like, oh, haunted soul is paranormal. And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. And he started talking to me. And some of his stories got like really out there. And then in the middle of the conversation, he just drops on me. He's like, yeah, I work at the, uh, the Lint Brewery. I was like, oh, why didn't you lead with that? Like, that was <laughs> a little bit more exciting than what you were talking to me about. But he was telling me about some of the things that, like, it's just become so normal to them of, like, yeah. the experiences that happen because they're there so often. That And some of the crazy things that he was saying, I'm like, 
it, it's just weird to think that those instances that you experience are normal to you just because you're there all the time. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, and that's the same way with like the building, like the yeah. building when she's eventually going to get it up that, you know, Oh, she hears a running across the floor, like someone yeah. running. You just think of another, you know, yeah. and just go about what you're doing. And we declared it too late because <laughs> I had two guys. I think I told you this one. I had two guys coming in. They were going to help me uh, finish the plumbing for the bathroom and put some drywall upstairs because there's two things I'm not allowed to do, and that's electrical and plumbing. And um, yeah, I'm not supposed to. Even if I watch the YouTube video, I'm not supposed to. So I. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they don't trust me. <laughs> so I brought them in and I locked the door behind us and we heard those footsteps upstairs. And these two guys, they're, they're both city guys, and they they both pulled pieces out of their pants. And I was like, what you doing? <laughs> and they were like, upstairs. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're gonna shoot it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I was, you're gonna see it, but hey, like, oh no, there's no one upstairs. And they were like, there were footsteps, and I'm like, yes, yes, there were footsteps. There's Something. no one. <laughs> and they both had their guns out and ran up both times, like like Mark and I did the first time we walked in, and they both come down. They're like, Miss Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Did she freeze? I don't know. I was just getting to the good part of the story. Hello. Did she? Yeah, she did freeze. Was it ours or hers? Hopefully, your computer didn't die. I can see the two guys going up the stairs and drawing their guns <laughs> at each other. Her <laughs> <laughs> like what she was saying. She was like, oh, "No." There's, I heard footsteps. Okay, but there's nobody up there. No, no, we heard footsteps. <laughs> there's something up there. Yeah, but there's, there's something. Some there ain't that someone. Apparently, we lost her. I don't know if it's well. It can't be our internet. We would be. I think your phone, your phone's gone off. I don't know if she's messaging you. Uh, but while she's taking the break again, uh, the St. Louis Honda Mansion. You can find their website. Um, they usually kind of post on there about the events throughout the month. Um, Instagram is how I, I think I actually came across the building. Oh yeah, there she goes. Um, she, uh, she, she said her left. computer crashed. It oh, didn't okay. like that story. Yeah. <laughs> um, Instagram is how I came across them. They post all the photos of the night market and, uh, event locations as well. Facebook, they're active. Go check them out. It's a, it's a very interesting building. When we did our walkthrough, we got to see the basement for the first time they still have a bullet that's lodged in the wall right above the staircase i told her not to worry about it yeah. i literally got a blue screen <laughs> uh the bullet's still there um yeah it's just it's i think it's gonna be very interesting to be in a location that isn't or that hasn't been investigated as much as, yeah as much yeah as much and hearing some of the stuff that she kind of talked about tonight yeah it'd be interesting to see especially in that room at the fire yeah, and then, like, um, me and Zach are actually going to be there a while. I don't know if Maddie will be there, too, but we're going to be there a while by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to experience some of that stuff maybe like she does with, you know, hearing the footsteps and stuff like that. I got goosebumps just now thinking about, like, damn, we're going to be in there by ourselves, uh, you know, and stuff like that. We're normally, when we're in there, is a night market. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of people running around, so we really don't hear yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The ghost face when ghost guns are pointed at it. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, it was funny. It's like, she's like, yeah, there's footsteps. 
Yeah, maybe somebody's up there. No, that told me that somebody's up there. <laughs> oh, what do you think about like a normal person when they hear something like that and they draw their guns? Like, what do investigators do? It's a camera or, fl- or flashlight. Yeah. It's the first things we pull out. That's funny too. Like you said, they both ran up the steps and draw their guns on each other. <laughs> Where like, is what it? What the hell? Um, that was fun. It was. It's cool to. Uh, oh my god, it, we talked finally... to her all the time, but that was even yeah. yeah. It's cool to finally investigate somewhere in St. Louis that's not the limp. Hopefully, uh. If we get some good stuff. Yeah, tickets are still available, people. I mean, come on out. Friday and Saturday. Uh, and join us. Experience it with us. Yeah. And everything. Uh, yeah. Your cards. Brandon, Lexi, Jerry uh, all came over. Yeah, do it every Tuesday, 7 yep, to 9. Thank you. Unless it's a holiday. Uh, Fourth of July, like we didn't do one. Yeah, uh, there's not too many holidays. Uh, that are on Thursday, mm. so that should be good for the rest of the year. You'll get to see Except uh, Halloween. Halloween run falls on. I don't know if we'll do Halloween. Oh, we have to. Yeah, we have to. That's that's our night. I don't know who we're gonna have as a guest. I don't know. Maybe we'll, let's do a multi guest one. We can have up to ten people. Ooh, that would be really cool. Spooky hangout. Um, have a Halloween night spook galore. Spook galore. Uh, but yeah, we every Tuesday seven to nine. It's not all the time we have guests on. It just so happens to be lining up with our events. Uh, if we have an event, we like to have the guests, the owner on before. Uh, kind of hype up the building, tell everybody about it. Um, like next week, next Tuesday, when we I come back. back the- <laughs> well, I'm just saying like next week, Tuesday, when we come back, we'll ex- discuss everything that happened. Um, if we captured anything, footage, photos, stories. There's always stories with us. Um not even paranormal related. There's things that happen outside of that. Um, adventure just going into the city alone <laughs> is adventure. <laughs> uh, some new, new, uh, like the September 26th, some new adventures that Haunted Souls may be going and venturing into. We'll have some guests for that as well. But when it gets closer, we'll explain who they are and what they do uh two weeks we might have Gigi or sylvia on that does the kc metaphysical um talk about their event in dodge city which is kind of uh kind of really cool it's actually turning out and shaping out to be a pretty cool situation for us um and that with uh me and zach will be there uh we get we're front and center so everybody comes to this fair is going to see haunted souls paranormal first before they see anything else our booth is like center point right out in the lobby uh and everything uh we're running the haunted uh ghost tour that night um at the depot theater which is really cool um i've talked to some of the lady in about just the say just the the history of that town you know it's wider doc holiday stuff like that it's the original uh cow town that's not really cow town where we went to but it was the back in the day because it's a train it's a it's a train town uh santa fe railroad came through there and it was a big town that people, the railroader stayed and stuff. And it's an actual depot still uh, and everything, which is kind of cool. We'll be doing an investigation there and stuff. But, uh, and we'll have them on in two weeks. Uh, the guests for next week still haven't got back to us. So I don't know if we'll have a guest or it would just be me and Zach and Maddie talking about our, our weekend thing. Regardless, we will be here. Yeah, we are always here. And we appreciate everybody that's usually here and sticks with us for the two hours. I know it can get that. She, she was, it was, I didn't realize how late it was just talking. No. I like that flow of when we're talking to people and it just goes. 
Um, well, we talk to her every time we're there at a night market too. She's just yeah. Wonderful. She comes to look for us. <laughs> that someone took our spot. How dare her? Francis, no problem. This has been extremely engaging content. Huge thanks to the host and Nicole. Haunted Mansion sounds like a good place for a barbecue out back. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. out front, out back. There's not, yeah. not a lot of space. Yeah, bring a barbecue pit and start doing some brats and hamburgers <laughs> out there. Uh, she said she wanted food for the night market. Yeah, you know? we haven't played this game in weeks. It's because nobody seems like they want to play this game. Y'all just sit there in the chat and don't answer. So we'll bring it back. We'll, do we'll try it. Let's see what happens. Not maybe, cheating and looking on your phones. Yeah, maybe let's uh let's do some like sticker giveaways or something. Maybe more people uh, enjoy it. I don't know. We'll give you a personalized phone call. He will. We'll let you in on a. Maybe one weekend we'll let you just be in the little box in the corner. <laughs> this is our winner from the yeah. This is our winner for previous week horror movie edition yes. card game. Maybe yeah. that should be like the five hundred. We give you a hoodie and you get your little guest guest little box in the corner for a podcast. You just get to hang out. You we get, don't give you a microphone. You just get to sit this like Hollywood squares. You just get to sit there. <laughs> Everybody gets to see the winner at five hundred. You get to take my seat and, and control everything. Oh no! Let's see everybody else do it. I didn't see Kenny on here, did I? I wonder if they're already left for uh, their vacation. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll pick one. We'll do two. You pick another. I can get to read them both anyway. <laughs> I gotta turn the light on to look. <laughs> All right. So. Same rules as before. No cheating. Don't use your phone. I'll try to pick the easiest one, I think. Um, pick a hard and an easy. <laughs> it's so hard. Like Some of these are like... Tick tock, my Jeopardy. So hard. Your answer must be in a form of a okay. question. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, the first one is In what decade does it take place? This is the, yeah, the movie, the it. most recent one. In what decade does it take place? Ooh, I think I know this one. You want to whisper it in my ear? Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. Come right. on, people. Come on, Five, come on. Five, four. Well, we got to wait. We got to have somebody. Three. Hold on. Two. One. Well, that gives him more time to look on the phone. Oh, there's another good one on here. All right. This, That's the one one's going to be an easy one. What's everybody say? All right. Brandon said 1980. Madison said 80s. Kathy said 70s. Jules said 50s. Any last minute, last minute guesses? Five, four, three, two, one. I will say that two of you are correct. What? Yeah, Brandon and Maddie. 
take place in the 80s. That's what I said. Oh, at least in 90s. No, I said the 80s. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought Kathy was right. You said 10 to less. Oh, I was like, no. Kathy said the 70s. You were like two right. I was like, wait a minute. No, yeah. Yeah, the 80s. That's why I said the 80s, yeah. Uh, all right. Here's an easy one. This Oof. is, gonna, this is oh, I was going to say, who's the original? And the original It, who was the character that played It? Who was the actor? I guarantee only one person is going to know this. There was another movie mentioned tonight that he was in. I surprised she is it quickly up there on the first question. Susan, uh, Susan, we're on we're on to the next question here. She What's said sixties. <laughs> what do you got? We got delay there, Susan. What? Are you watching on our short rate radio? Susan's like, I heard the answer. I'm still gonna go with sixties. Susan's on short rate. Madison said crickets. Yeah. Crickets? You didn't know who the actor is? No. Crickets say his name. Jiminy is not the one. Come on, Kathy. You're the one I would have known that would have had this. What was the other movie? Uh, Legend? When you played like the devil or something? Mm-hmm. And if I give you the number one movie, you're all going to know who it is. she come up with it yet? Nope. She said 70s are the best. 70s wasn't the answer. That's not the answer. Who's the actor who played in the original It? We're just going to give it to you guys. Yeah. It's going to take too long. Rocky Horror Picture Show. There you go. Thank you. Tim Curry. Tim Curry, yes. Great actor. All right. That's one of her favorite actors. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see Morgan Freeman play it. Uh, come down. <laughs> we all float. Uh, all right. This one. Out of all the questions I've asked, this one is, is the easiest. This is easier than Tim Curry. Wait a minute. Susan's going to pop up. She says, Brad Pitt. Skarsgård. No, that's, that's the new one. That's the new one. <laughs> 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 the twice. Love it. All right. Here we go. Making sure everybody can hear me because this is going to come down to timing. Check. What Pirates of the Caribbean actor appeared in A Nightmare on Elm Street, the 1984 movie? Man. You don't even have to see Nightmare on Elm Street to get this. I'm just going to take... Who was it? Yeah. Tim C. Uri. (laughs) You answered it correct the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, people. Jules, you don't watch movies. It doesn't matter. You should know who this is. Why don't you watch movies, man? It's the face of the franchise. Jeez. You gotta watch movies. You gotta watch White Men Don't Jump. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. The newer version, not the older one. Well, I mean, yeah. Both of them were pretty good. It was was a good one. Oh, there we go. Who was it? Maddie. Johnny Depp. Hey! The basement gremlin. Madison, we'll send you some stickers. Uh... (laughs) Hey, Maddie, you know what you win? All expense paid trip this weekend to the haunted St. Louis Haunted Mansion. Wow. Investigation. Yep, there we go. Johnny Depp. She says ADHD. Yeah. All right, guys. All righty. Well, thanks for coming out. Yeah. Same time, same place. Same place next week. Hopefully, you got tickets to come this weekend. Come hang out with us. Uh, Again, Nancy, my hip hurts. (laughs) Yep, still have the hip problem. Uh, All expense paid trip to the Haunted Mansion plus a Lunchable. Lunchable not provided. You got to bring your own. (laughs) Yeah, you got to bring your own Lunchables. 
She said, wow, what a gift of a lifetime. Exactly. And we'll be there. Yeah. So it's even better. Yeah, it's even better. gift that keeps on giving. Well, stick your ass out down in the basement by yourself <laughs> now, smart ass. Uh, uh, yeah, so we touched on it at the beginning. Go watch the YouTube video. Uh, if you're in this in the chat here and you go watch it, leave a comment. Uh, comment Johnny Depp so we know that you came from the podcast. Yeah. Even Thank if you don't you. watch it, just comment. I don't know. Share it. <laughs> I can't have, can't have 1,500 <laughs> comments. Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. It stays on like 20 <laughs> views, but there's, there's 15 comments. Um, yeah, go watch it. It took me a while. It's not great. It's not anything, but it took a while to do. So It's pretty cool of a museum to be to do a walkthrough to you. The, the yeah. stuff that you show on there and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We got the, uh, the chance to go in there with all the lights on and nobody else in there. So it was kind of cool just to take our time not be interrupted. Um, go check that out. All of our other videos that are online. We did the walkthrough of the Haunted Mansion. You can kind of see the location of that. I didn't even know you put the new Ronaldo video on there. Oh, uh, that was just a quick oh, post. TikTok. I yeah, didn't see it that. Just I just, it came across my page. Which, speaking of, leading into TikTok, um, check out our videos there. We do a lot of our investigation videos, and we post them on TikTok from our lives. Um, with events, it's kind of hard to have like a full on investigation. We kind of just get a brief section at the end of the night to go live and investigate, which we will so, this weekend. Yeah. So yeah. make sure to follow us on there to get Friday notified when we go live. We on two nights, Instagram. We post just kind of fun photos or interesting photos, stuff like that. Uh, Facebook has become pretty popular. We have our company page, which you can find down here. Um, Haunted Souls Paranormal, but you can also join the group page, which is your guys's page to post anything. Um, announcements. We've got um, Brady from Chasing Paranormal, who just signed to the Spirit Realm Network. Yes. So they're going to be producing episodes. They post on there. You can check those out. Other paranormal groups post on there. It's just kind of like a gathering spot for everybody. You can help Maddie make her decision of what she wants to do to change her logo here. Oh, yeah. This is going to be Maddie's new logo right here. She's going to be right here. Yep. She needs to have a beanie and some hair. Some locks, flowing locks. <laughs> um, it's going to be like long hair on one, beard on the other, and then I'm just bald. <laughs> you should put a beard on yours then. Nah. A little short beard. Yeah. It just look too close to it. You think? Um, hey, if we're going to take the change now, we might as well change it now. Yeah, that's true. You know? So, yeah. I would like to have some glasses. <laughs> Follow us on everything. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the support. Come back next Buy Tuesday. Buy our merch. We'll have new candles. We have those out. Uh, we'll be getting those out soon. New candles. Uh, hopefully, we'll have some new dials this weekend. Uh, I got a new dial. Andrew Nikki brought us one from uh, Chicago. Uh, we'll be taking her this weekend there. She'll be staying there two nights. And then she'll be staying the night all by herself there. So oh, yeah. maybe we'll put her on the... Uh, the traveling trunk with that, uh, yeah, Agatha and stuff. So, yes, check us out. We'll be live two nights, Thursday or Friday and Saturday. Addison should be a front bearded man on both sides. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> As it's a great podcast. It was great talking to you. Yeah, you yeah, too. Thank you. Next week. Yeah. See you in two seconds. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Yep. Go ahead and sign Stay up. Stay spooky.